The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Porek Horkin, who is the most sustainable man I know, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, is going to answer your gardening questions because we try to grow our own, do we not, Porek? We sure do, Pat, and we've got a fantastic climate, as I keep saying, for growing our fruit and vegetables. And even at this time of year, we can still plant some autumn and winter veg, so why not? Why not? Uh, So are there things that must urgently be done in this first week of November? Yeah, well, November, again, is a busy time, Pat. Now, I'm very mindful of the weather that we have right across the country. It's very, very wet. Soil conditions are saturated at this stage. So my advice really is to stay off the garden, Pat, for the next couple of days and maybe complete a couple of jobs inside in your greenhouse or tunnel. For example, the planting up of winter and spring flowering bulbs. You can simply put them in pots and containers now in a good quality compost, leave them out on your patio and plant them later on, maybe in late winter and early spring, where you want them to flower. We're also coming into a busy time for propagating plants for free. So dividing your hostas, dividing your agapanthus, maybe your still base, but also taking cuttings of some of your favourite garden plants and indeed fruiting plants, Pat, like red currants, white currants, blueberries, they can all be propagated from cuttings this time of year. Sid uh, has a question about that very thing. How can I take pyracantha cuttings successfully? Very carefully, I would say, Sid, because pyracantha, we call it firethorn, Pat. It's a climbing plant. It's often used for hedging as well. Beautiful berries at this time of year, but we call it firethorn because of the inch-long thorns along the stems. It propagates from cuttings at this time of year. You simply take short cuttings off the new growth of this year, so right at the exterior of the pyracantha plant. Take cuttings pencil length, pencil thickness, Take off the thorns and take off the leaves on the pyracantha, dip it into rooting powder and put it into a medium of perlite and compost in pots and they'll root over the winter period. Pyracantha is one of the easiest plants to propagate from cuttings at this time of year. Next one from Carol in Delgany. How can I stop my plants from being devoured in this weather? Beer is just washed away by the rain, so the slugs are very fat and very happy. Help. (laughs) And they're enjoying this wet weather. Um, So look, use some of the organic treatments you can get in your local garden centre. You'll get an organic slug control pellet. It looks like the traditional slug pellet, Pat, but it's actually safe. There no pesticides contained within it and it, it's very effective at controlling slugs and snails but it's very safe for pets and children and for the environment. So look for those. They come with the organic simple and they're safe and easy to use. I want to replace a rose bed. Please recommend a strong smelling rose less than three feet in height and where I might buy it. Oh, so very specific. Well, I'll give you a couple of really nice short fragrant roses. There's one called Just Joey, which is a favourite of mine. It produces beautiful orange or coppery coloured flowers with a fabulous scent. If you want a good red rose, there's one called Deep Secret, which I particularly like. It's a hybrid tea rose. Another one called Fragrant Delight, which as the name suggests, again, beautiful big orange flowers with a fabulous fragrance. They're all under three feet. And one for you, Pat, there's a variety called Buxom Beauty, which produces beautiful double pink flowers. It only grows to about three feet high. And again, the scent is amazing right throughout the summer. Buxom Beauty. I shall remember that one. Now, uh, I have pampas grass growing, which is now three metres tall. Has this plant invasive roots, which might affect land drainage pipes, which are close by? There's from Peter in Wexford. 
Well, Peter, this is Cortaderia, which is one of the, the grass family, in the grass family. It can grow, as, as the listener says, up to three metres in height. And the roots extend to a three metre distance as well, Pash. They tend to be a very fibrous root, like most grasses. So if you've got plastic drainage with the slits, it certainly can uh, clog up the drainage pipe. So my advice would be really to let it flower as it is at the moment and then move that plant somewhere else where you can give it plenty of space. Remember the roots will grow three metres in diameter. So give that pampas grass lots of space. There are dwarf varieties. I've got a lovely one in my own garden called Cortaderia pumilla, which only grows to four feet and is better behaved. It's a smaller, more compact variety. Um, There's a nice one also called tiny pampa, which again is a small dwarf variety. So make sure you pick the variety to suit the location. For young poplars sown in a very wet area, what is best to put on them now and then again in the spring? Nothing at the moment. We're, we're, we do no feeding of any plants in the garden at the moment with granulated feed because trees or poplars are going into dormancy at the moment. As we come into spring of next year, St. Patrick's weekend, mid-March, early April, feed with something like the Osmo Pro 6, which is a general fertiliser, and repeat that in May again. So leave them well enough alone. My advice really on trees, part of the moment, is to check them that they're not getting wind-rocked with the wind and the wet weather we're having, be sure the ties are quite secure on the trees as well over the winter period to keep them secured. I planted red robin this time two years ago, but I'd like to move them. Is this a good time to do it? And if if so, what way should I prepare the ground? That's from Seamus. Seamus, it's very wet at the moment. So again, I would hold off for maybe another week, let the ground conditions dry up. But having said that, autumn, November is an excellent time to start moving, particularly evergreen plants like Fatinia red robin. Hollies can be moved. Uh, you know, many of our evergreen spotted laurels, for example, a great time to move evergreen plants in the garden. You simply remove uh, as much of the soil and the root ball as possible. But the good news is that Fatinia red robin transplants very, very easily. So as long as you bring a good root, it will transplant. Make sure you replant it at the same depth. That's crucially important and firm it in well, but wait for the conditions, the soil conditions to dry up. Now, you mentioned holly there. I have a small back garden with a holly tree that does need to be cut back. Could Porrick say if now is a good time and if I need to treat the wounds with anything as I don't want to harm the tree? That's from Ed. Ed, the good news is that holly responds to pruning very, very, uh, very happily to, to be pruned back and it all makes a fabulous hedge. Having said that, it's actually in berry at the moment. So if you prune it now, you're going to lose all your berries. So leave, enjoy the berries until February of next year. And at that stage, late February, early March is a great time to prune holly back. You do not need to treat the wounds. They'll heal over quite successfully themselves. Now, this one is interesting. We've raised beds and a polytunnel in the garden. We grow onions and garlic and potatoes every year. We planted winter potatoes for the first time this year and the stalks grew well, but then they were destroyed or eaten by rats. The garlic bulbs we put down were also eaten and dug up. We see big holes in the bed, so we think it's rats. We've never had this happening before. How can we get the rats to leave our raised bed area? Well, you need to trap them um, and rats will are attracted at this time of year to potatoes in the soil. So for listeners that have main crop 
potato varieties, get them out of the garden soil at this time of year. Um, so rats will attack bulbs in the garden, garlic, Japanese onion sets, uh, indeed potatoes. So really you need to trap them and get rid of them. Uh, they're attracted to the to the food source that's there at the moment. All right, Porik, that's all we've time for. Thank you very much for sharing your advice. Uh, but that's the end of the programme. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the News Talk app powered by Golaud. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.